Welcome to Annersbrook Church. We hope that this message from our senior leader, Brent Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure that you subscribe or visit our website at annersbrook.co.nz for a service near you. As we were worshipping, it just says the power of God just beginning to uh, manifest. You know, uh, the power of God doesn't come from somewhere. The power of God is released within us. There's a river the Bible says it flows from the throne of God and it flows through us. And uh, even as Jared was, uh, you know, just speaking and declaring over Phil Houghton, there's some things that God wants to say to you as well. And, uh, and I just want to be open to that. You know, I just want, I, I know that we have, we prepare, you know, we prepare for today. But there's also a, a willingness to be open to what God wants to do. And so, uh, Father, I pray for your openness today. Lord, I pray that we would be open. <laughs> God's always open. <laughs> but that we would be open, Father, uh, that you would use us today. This is not a show. This is not about display. You know, God's not on display here. This is actually about the gifts of God that are released to the body to empower, to strengthen, to encourage and to comfort. And if you need strengthening today, if you need encouragement today, and if you need comfort today, and God wants to show His love towards you because He does love you. So you may be seated. Awesome. Um, I just felt, is Cam and Shelley here? Shelley, are you here? Where's Cam and Shelley? Oh, <laughs> Shelley, yep. Uh, I just kind of had just a real quick word uh, for you, Shelley. Uh, something about um, the, the release of time for you. God's going to release time for you, uh, but but expansion comes with it as well. So there's a uh, you know what what you do, uh, what you're putting your hand to at the at the moment. Um, just kind of saw just a spread of that. It wasn't just going to be located in an area, but Right through, even just even just New Zealand uh, and beyond New Zealand, in regards to what you're putting your hand to, uh, but uh, probably there is a bit of a, a thought about that in regards to time. But I kind of felt like God was going to release more time uh, for you, where you kind of feel like I don't have time, but God's I don't know God's kingdom. They they say there's going to be no drums in heaven. Did you know that? Because there's no beat, because there's no time. It's it's eternal. So there's no time. Did you know that? Yeah. Can you, have you ever thought of that? Sorry, Tim. Sorry, mate. You're just, you're just for earth. Look, I'm serious. Seriously, I'm probably, you know, I'm just having you on, really. But, but uh, there's something about time that um, God wants to give to you, Shelley, and, uh, and Cam as well. <clears throat> okay, so you're going to text me today? There's my phone number. It's coming up on the screen. There it is. Okay, so um, basically, really, ultimately, we're just asking all week, just ask God, would you just move in this place? Because I've preached for a long time. And uh, it's just like, you know, a lot of us have heard lots of messages um, but uh, there's nothing more powerful than a message from God to a church and a message from God to, a, to individuals. So here we go. Um, looking good. 
Right, great prophetic word right there. Thank you, Jared. Okay, so um, so this morning we're going to uh, just step into a uh, what I call a portal. <laughs> it's the supernatural work of God. We're, so we're going to step into it, but we're doing this together because it's not a Brent show. It's not a display thing. It's actually about God moving through you and you being blessed and receiving possibly, but also blessed and giving. By, by the way, the Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. So uh, be a giver, not just a receiver. You might be saying, oh yeah, Brina, I'd love a prophetic word. Well, actually, why don't you give a prophetic word? Uh, Why don't you let God just do something through you that actually, I tell you what, you walk out of here and you feel like God's done something through you. It's it's the most powerful thing. To think that I've been used by God. And uh, it's the most, uh, most powerful, most exciting Dynamics. Great to receive a word as well, which many of you probably will this morning. Uh, so what I want you to do is with the number on the screen is I want you to text me a thought. Now don't get it into your head and don't try and kind of work it out in your head. You just text me a thought. I will share that thought believe, and, and in belief, we're believing that that thought has come from God. I know it's a little bit out there because God, when God speaks, It's just a thought often, but it's often a thought that's given to you because you've asked for it. You know, the the Bible says something about, you know, if you ask me, uh, you know, we're His children, we're His sons and daughters. And uh, when we ask Him for the Holy Spirit, will He not give the Holy Spirit to us? And yes, He will. And one of the aspects or many of the aspects of the Holy Spirit are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And by the way, there's a great Scripture uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. It says this, As each one of you have received a gift, uh, minister it to one another. Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So it's purely the grace of God. Nothing special about you, nothing special about me. We're all special in God's eyes, I know, but we're still normal human beings that actually choose to go through into and step into the supernatural. And stepping into the supernatural is often done through our thoughts in regards to God. What is it you're wanting to say to me? Or what is it you're wanting to say through me? And uh, let's give it a go. Why not? Oh, but Brenda, I might get it wrong. (laughs) True. What do you do? It's all good. Safe place. I sometimes I, I do think that we've got to be a little bit like, um, you know. I, I think one of the things I think of is is this what Jesus would say? That's a great boundary. Is this what Jesus would say? What's what's the prophetic force of the encouragement, the strengthening, and the comforting? So I'm going to pray a prayer. God's going to speak to some of you, maybe not all of you, but He's going to speak to some of you. You're going to write it on a text. Keep it short, sweet, to the point, because I don't want to be reading out screeds and screeds and screeds of stuff. But hey, if God's got screeds and screeds of things for you to say, then by all means. But um, don't try and work it out in your head. Just say it as you think it. Don't try and rationalise it. This is a spiritual dynamic. It's not a head dynamic. It's not a, you know, and, and, and for some of you, it'll be illogical and it'll be irrational. And for some of you, you've probably never done it before and you're about to do something new for the very first time and you're going to see God do a work, uh, work through you. 
you watch. This will be exciting. I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat, even though I'm standing up. So we, uh, we are given, you know, prophets and pastors and teachers and apostles and evangelists to equip the people for the work of the ministry. So you're going to minister. And by the way, what you learn here this morning and what you do here this morning, it's not just for within these walls. This is to equip you uh, for what's happening tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Some of you, you need, you need to start prophesying over your work, over your business, over the places that you are working in. Some of you need to be prophesying over your workmates. Some of you need to prophesy over your boss, but just be careful about that, you know? Uh, some of, we, we just, we, we need to be working in it because people are wanting the supernatural power of God today. They're not just wanting words. When the disciples started to preach the Gospel, signs, wonders and miracles followed it. So yes, there's the preaching of the Gospel. Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. He gave His life for you. You might be forgiven of your sin. One of the greatest dynamics of the Christian faith is understanding what it is to embrace the forgiveness of God. And when you embrace the forgiveness of God, you are set free from your shame and from your guilt. And here's a word for somebody this morning, the shame and the guilt that you feel of the times gone by and the things of the past can be shrugged off today and are gonna be shrugged off today because you have chosen to hear the Word of God and to actually walk then into the presence of God with boldness and confidence, not with shame and guilt. Too many of us are walking into the presence of God with our heads down and, 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 and it's a false humility. It's not a true humility. It's a humility that's birthed out of unforgiveness, out of bitterness and even at times anger and hatred. And we're trying to get into the presence of God, but we can't get there. And it's simply because we haven't yet worked on or acted on the choice, the choosing to actually forgive. And forgiveness will be the key that unlocks that which you need right now and for your future, forgiveness. And if you need forgiveness this morning, it comes through Jesus Christ. Doesn't come from somebody, you know, you going to confession and saying, you know, go say a few Hail Marys or whatever. No, it's, it's between you and Jesus. And Jesus is here right now to forgive you of your sin to forgive you of your wrongdoing. So that shame and guilt, which is the biggest robber of your Christian faith, that shame and guilt can actually be released from your life like a river. The Bible says that there's a river that flows from the throne of God and that river is hope and healing, not shame and guilt, not condemnation. It's hope and healing. Yes, it's conviction, but conviction brings change. Condemnation doesn't bring change. That's just the devil saying to you, there ain't no change gonna happen. There ain't nothing gonna happen in your life. You're just stuck here. There ain't no way you're gonna get out of this. Whereas conviction says, oh yeah, I, okay, I acknowledge my sin. The Holy Spirit comes and brings change and changes you. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for you right now. For those of you who know you need forgiveness, you need to know the forgiveness of God. I'm gonna pray for you right now. Yeah, it's maybe a, the best older call of the whole morning. Uh, right here, right now, but there's, there's forgiveness for you. So every eye closed, every head bowed. Every eye closed, every head bowed. 
Uh, it's getting right with God. It's making your peace with Him. It's actually coming before Him and saying, Jesus, I need You in my life. I can't do this on my own. I'm li- this guilt and this shame, I'm dealing with it today. I'm putting a stake in the ground and it's over. It's over because I've given it to You, God. I've given it to You and You've, you've given me that life and that resurrection power. Jesus said, I've come so that you might have life, life in all its fullness. He is the resurrection and the life. He says that in His, in His Word and there's resurrection and there's life for you right now. So every eye closed, every head bowed. If that's you this morning, you're sensing the, the tug of the Holy Spirit wanting to do something in your life, wanting to set you free from un- unforgiveness, from, from things of, of guilt and shame in your past and condemnation right now, God wants to set you free. If that's you, just raise your hand and I'm gonna pray. So raise your hand high so I can see. Okay, yeah, awesome, 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 awesome. Okay, this is awesome. All right, all right. Um, Mr. America, this day is a day of reckoning with God. There is something that God's gonna just instill in your life that you won't need to put up your hand anymore. Uh, even from this day on, There's no more putting up your hand in regards to any sense of guilt or any sense of shame or even unforgiveness. And and also, um, I just wanna say to you uh, that there is, uh, look, there, there are things that happen in our life that we make decisions about, but often those decisions are created by things that have happened to us. Uh, and, and so uh, I just wanna say to you, I just feel like God wants to say to you um, that uh, everything that has taken place in the past has always been a result of other people's choices and other people's decisions. And even though you feel like it's the decisions that you have made, it's actually been, un, you know, it's, it's an unfair record or an unfair filter uh, to even think from in regards to that, look, it's just not, it's not you. You are not that. And that is not you. And God has placed something on your life. You are, or you, you've been ordained by God. You've been anointed by God to heal a generation and to see a restoration of both marriages, of brokenness, a, resta- not a, resta- a, 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 a whole complete turnaround. God's gonna bring a turnaround anointing into your world, into your sphere, into the areas that God has you working in there's gonna be, you're gonna see a breakthrough. Even today, you will know it. Even today, you will know it. Even today, in the Name of Jesus, we bind every work of guilt, of condemnation. I'm praying for everybody right now who raised their hands. Right now, in the Name of Jesus, every sense of guilt, every sense of, of, of shame, every sense of condemnation, broken free in the Name of Jesus. That even as those words have been declared over Mr. Miracle over here, the words of God declared over your life as well. Freedom, freedom, freedom. The freedom of God for you. The freedom of God. And now receive, receive it. Receive the power and the work of the Holy Spirit where the Spirit of God is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom, freedom from the past. Freedom to step into a whole new place. Freedom into into a future that is filled with love, that is filled with the the, the manifold grace of God, the, the various and many aspects to the grace of God. Thank You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I pray now just a, a release of that in, in, this, in this place. 
devil, what you're trying to rob from us, we stand against you in the Name of Jesus. And we speak the Name of Jesus. We declare the Name of Jesus over every aspect of our life. Nothing's gonna hold us back from what you have in store for us. But we're sensing, you know, just sensing the work of God in this place. You can open your eyes again. That was good to do. Because it, it brings a whole nother level of freedom into this room as we deal with some of the things that we need to deal with as God begins to show us some of the things that we need to, need to uh, you know, just, just to work through and just to deal with. And I love that song, I speak the name of Jesus because there's power in the name of Jesus, right? And so um, with the understanding and with the dynamic of what God is wanting to do, it takes us into a whole nother realm. And so it becomes a little bit uncomfortable. Some of you may be feeling a little bit uncomfortable because it's kind of out there, kind of uh, a little bit interesting. But there is a, uh, but a, a, what it does is it brings us into a work of God. We're basically just saying, God, you use us and you do a work in this place. So God, you know, you take over. Uh, we're always wanting God to take over. We're always wanting God to do something. But we're really pushing through for it because we see that people are needing a power, the, power, the power of God today. They're not just satisfied with just the status quo of their life. All right, I've got lots of, um, lots of texts coming through, so get ready. So as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now this pushing through and pressing into what God has for us is really... Uh, just something that has um, sparked my attention because I was walking uh, and praying for a particular staff meeting a few weeks ago. Some of you who were here a couple of weeks know, know how this came to be. And I said, God, I want to speak to the staff. But, you know, the staff, they put a lot of pressure on me because they need me to provide the goods for them. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, what is it you want me to actually share? And so, and it was just clear, clear as where God began to just say to me, hey, um, you know what? You're not prophesying as much as you should be. And I thought it was the weirdest thing. Uh, and, and, uh, and so I brought that to the staff. I just said, look, this is what I believe kind of God's been saying to me. Well, I, I forgot all about this prophetic word that I had been sent just a couple of months prior. It's funny with prophetic words, how you can just forget stuff. And, uh, and it's good to have it all written down, right? And then uh, while I was thinking about that, you know, why are you not prophesying as much as you should be? Uh, I was then remembered about this particular word that I had uh, a couple of months prior, which is from Joe Belitho. Some of you may know Joe Belitho. Uh, she, you know, she's not someone who just sends words out all the time, uh, but uh, she sent me this one. She said this, she said, Oh, hiya, Brent. I've been toiling over this for a couple of weeks and find it hard to say. However, I think I need to tell you, so here goes. I had a dream about three weeks ago and the Lord said, revival is coming to Annersbrook. I clearly saw an angel walking beside you as I did years ago and felt the Lord say, Brent is getting a refreshing in his prophesying. However, he felt, she felt that uh, God was saying that Brent, you're to sing the prophetic over the people, which, uh, <coughs> yeah. Um, anyway, that we'll, we'll, we'll work on that one. Um, 
she just kind of felt that Brent needs to be uh, singing my words, God, God's words. Anyway, she said, I just needed to tell you, hope that's okay. That was pretty cool, eh? So that was kind of like in the, in the same kind of moment of receiving this Word from God, Brent, you, you, why are you not prophesying as much as you ought to be? And then this, just this whole Word from uh, Joe that was given a couple of months earlier. But it's, it really has sparked this whole dynamic of um, of of Joel chapter two and Acts chapter two in Scripture, where in the last days, uh, I will put, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. And I just, uh, I love that thought. Not necessarily the, the dreams, because I'd like to think that I was still visionary, uh, because if I'm a dreamer, then I'm in the old person's category, which I don't kind of like all that much. But then my wife has reminded me that I am going to 120, which means I'm only halfway there, which means I'm still a teenager, really. But anyway, the idea of the dreams, the idea of the visions and the idea of the prophesying, it's interesting that that's what's going to be prevalent in the last days. People say, oh Brent, you're so stuck on the prophecy. Why can't we do stuff on serving or hospitality or, or, or things like that? No, because that's not, that's not what's going to be pre- prevalent in the last days. And so I feel called to teach you, to equip you in regards to prophecy to the speaking gifts of God, which includes word of knowledge and word of wisdom and those sorts of things, so that you would actually be schooled up for the last days. Fair enough? Cool, so that's what we, why we're doing what we're doing. That's why we're focused on this dynamic because God wants an army of people, not just one or two, but an army of people who are actually prepared to go, God, what do you want me to say? God, if you, what, what's your thoughts in regards to the situation I'm, I'm facing or my friends are facing or my family's facing? What's, what is it, God, that you want me to, 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 to text or to write or, to, or to, to send to somebody? You know what I mean? It's just, what's God want to say? Sometimes we have just too much to say. Maybe you think, think I've got too much to say right now. But there is... Uh, there is something that God wants to do. Okay, what does 21 minutes mean? Does that mean I've got 21 minutes left? So that is the end of my speaking time. There we go. That's awesome. Okay, so Father, I pray you move right now in power. In Jesus' name. Okay, <clears throat> let me just go through these. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Brent, you have preached your hair off. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I just had to... Um... Okay. All right, let's... Okay, here's a, here's a great word. This is for the church. I believe God is creating an atmosphere of worship which will be like sweet honey to our lips. We will have to keep getting jars and jars for the anointing of the overflow of God's presence. You wouldn't believe my message this morning was on the on the jars of oil, the widow who had the jars of oil. I haven't even got, didn't even do that this morning. I don't need to because it's right here. We, we will have to keep getting jars and jars for the anointing of the overflow of God's presence. Life, power, love. Absolute joy for every single person who believes in it. 
There is joy in the Holy Spirit. There's joy in the Holy Ghost. There is a joy that we can receive. That's for the church. Here's a, here's a great, look, look, so simple. Trust in Him. Trust in Him. Trust in Him. Don't you love that? Uh, here's a word as for someone. Someone is going to inherit the power of speaking in tongues today. An uncontrollable urge to start speaking in the Spirit. So if you're kind of feeling like, boy, I'd love that. To know what it is to be able to speak in a, a, a tongue, just begin to let God loosen you up, loosen your, your mouth, loosen your tongue, be able to speak in the tongue that He wants to give you. I remember walk, my first ever experience of speaking in tongues in a quite a conservative church dynamic at the time, but I was about 16 years of age, 15, 16 years of age, and I was walking along the beach and felt like God just wanted me to kind of say stuff that was like not English and and so I started speaking this word. It was kind of kind of cool. And then got to the end of the beach there and realised what I was saying. It was banana, 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 banana. I thought it was really cool. Uh, but that was the beginning of a of a speaking in uh, me speaking in tongues. I mean, it's like you know, it's improved itself since then. Gone from apple, banana to apple and pear. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, you got to start somewhere. You've got to start somewhere. What I mean by that is, oh, Brent, but you know, when you, when you receive the gift, it's like, you know, you suddenly get it and you become a professional all in a moment. No, you step out, you ask God. Paul says, I wish that uh, in regards to spiritual gifts, do not be ignorant. Uh, in regards to spiritual gifts, it's, a, it's an understanding of what it is to actually practise the way. Uh, uh, practise the way. Uh, this is for Stella. Where's Stella? She was on the, on the team. Stella, over here. I felt the Lord, as He sees the steps you are taking and that you're heading in the right direction. That's a great word, isn't it? Yeah. I see you stepping out into something that is going to make you uncomfortable, but it's going to come with many blessings. How's that? That's cool. I saw a vision of hands holding juggling balls. Juggling started and it was uneven and it was uneasy and it was full of stress. Juggling work with family with new opportunities. I then saw the balls dropping and as they were dropping to the ground, the person was freaking out. However, when the balls hit the ground, peace came and laughter also. The balls didn't shatter, they weren't destroyed. They simply dropped and a relief came. I believe the Lord is saying to drop the juggling act. <laughs> Let it go. It's scary for sure, but He wants you to know that only once you hand over the act, the work, the decisions to Him, that He will then bring peace. He has your path planned and it has Jeremiah 29, 11 all over it. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. God has a huge treasure chest. Here's another word. God has a huge treasure chest. He has a beautiful jewel waiting for you. If you would just put your hand in and grab a hold of it, this jewel is to signify how you are going to shine out into the world. Jesus' light to the unsaved. Powerful. Uh, as Stella was leading us in worship, Stella, here we go again. I believe that she and Joe, Joe is her fiance. Uh, he and, uh, that she and Joe will lead many, if not thousands, in worship in time to come. Awesome. There we go. Uh, here's another word for somebody. You are not a failure. God loves you with an everlasting love. 
And God works everything together for good, for those who love Him. If you are thirsty, here's another one. If you are thirsty, then drink from the well of living water, not the well that the world offers you. The well is always available and it is often us that are too busy to drink deeply. Uh, I get a clear picture of a castle with its defences up. The moat is full and its drawbridge is up. Uh, there was a Scottish shield or a, Scot- a Scottish shield or crest above the entrance. God is saying that you can trust me. If you let your drawbridge down and let me in, I will not harm you. I will not let you down. I will bring peace to your situation and give you the answers you have been searching for. And here's the Scripture again, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Wasn't that powerful? Well, Father, I pray for these ones that need to know Jeremiah 29, 11 over and over. Uh, Father, that there are, God has great plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you and not to, uh, to give you hope and, uh, and to give you a future. Uh, someone heard Jesus' love from my soul and it took you back to your younger days. Yes, it did. Where you felt, where you, felt you didn't step out in obedience to God and the things that He had called you to. And it grieves you a little as you were paralysed in fear. But God says the call remains the same. You haven't missed your opportunity. Fear not, don't be ashamed. I am still with you, I'm for you. And I'm still calling you. So Father, I pray for that person. or those ones here, Lord God, who are just receiving that. Father, the things that God had called them to in the past, Lord, would be reignited in their own hearts. Father, that there would be a strength that comes, that bring, that leads them into all that You have for them in Jesus' Name. That was a great word. Uh, for Charlie, where's Charlie? Is Charlie here? Charlie? Charlie, God sees the small moments that you spend with Him. The times you quietly whisper to Him mean everything to God, mean everything to God. You know, seriously, it's such a simple word, but it'll really confirm something for you in your own heart. Uh, another great scripture, uh, sorry, another great uh, word. Be re- Well, I assume it's a great word. I don't know really, because I haven't read it yet. Uh, but anyway, I'm pretty sure it's great. Be reminded your boundaries are impenetrable as I protect you from the enemy's advances. But you must also venture past your safety net to minister to those yet who, who don't know me. Uh, who are yet to know me, be brave in my grace. This is awesome. I'm still going. Uh, Another great word. Remember, I'm, well, you know, again, I'm just, you know, I'm declaring greatness right now. Um, Cool. Remember, I'm the beginning and the end. I, your God, dwell outside of time. The battle has already been won. Trust me, trust me, trust me and be bold. I love it. I love it. Three times again. Trust me, trust me, trust me. That's awesome. Uh, God breaks chains of trauma that some are experiencing this today. God breaks chains 
of trauma as some of some are experiencing this today. So come on, let's pray. Father, I just we just pray, Lord God, that those who have experienced trauma in their life would know what it is for the chain that's been wrapped around them that's held them in the trauma, would, would be broken today by the power of God. Come on. Well, see, when God brings a word, it's because He wants to do something about it. It doesn't just kind of bring a word and it's all nice and fluffy and we move on. It's actually, no, God wants to deal with something right now. The trauma, there's brokenness in your life. Uh, it's brought grief. There's grief in your life. It's part of the trauma in your life. And God just wants to release you from it now in the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. We believe for that in Jesus' Name. Uh, oh man, I don't wanna miss any. How we doing? 11, oh, we've still got 11 minutes to go. That's good. The church is taking back ground and re-establishing its place as the go-to safe haven for all lost, broken and needy. It's always been our desire. It's always been our dream is to have a safe place for people to know and understand the work of God uh, uh, for their lives. Um, Simon, uh, sorry, uh, for Jamie Gaskell. Where's Jamie? <coughs> I knew you were somewhere. Uh, you operate at such a high level and yet you have such a hervent, a hervent sart, <laughs> a servant heart. I see you serving for many years yet with a double portion of blessing for you and your family, the outcome of lifting it all to Christ. His covering is on all of your gifts as they are given from Him. So play that funky music, white boy. Well, Father, I'm just gonna pray for Jamie and for Kate and for the family. Right now in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that they'd know what it is to step out of, step out of a difficult season into a new season of, of, uh, of knowing and understanding Your ways. There is a, there is a way that, uh, that, you know, that God calls us to walk on, but it's a way that often we don't necessarily choose for ourselves. Uh, but there is, uh, you know, the, way, the, the ways of God uh, and, and the good thing about it is it's always ways. It's not just a way. And the ways, there are ways. You've been through ways, but there's a new way. And it's just like a new wave. Uh, a new wave is coming and a new wave of joy, uh, a new wave of strength and of courage is coming for you and for your family that, uh, 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 that, that leads, uh, leads you even into a, a greater place of understanding what it is to, to, to embrace the foundational work of your life, uh, not just to go back in history or go back in the past, but to know what it is to actually take on new things, new ventures. There's new ventures. There's new things in store. Uh, it's not like what it was before. Uh, it's it gonna be even greater. It's gonna be even more restorative. There's a restoration of God that is never what it was. It always is better than what it has been. And the restoration work of God uh, is coming into your life, coming around your family to build something even greater that's, than what's been in Jesus' Name. Sorry, guys. Um, I mean, that was great, Jamie. Sorry, I didn't mean to say sorry. I just... You know, okay, uh, for two, Tim Williams, Tim, here we go. Your business will reach the nation in ways never seen before. Don't give up, keep trying new things and keep your trust in God always. We speak prosperity over your business in the Name of Jesus. Uh, someone needs to know that there is a wide open field waiting for them. They feel trapped in a cul-de-sac. Oh, I love it. What they feel is a dead end, but if they turn around, they will see a wide open field that God has prepared for them to run freely into. A new day, a new way, and it's His way. 
Uh, a word for someone called Jane. Is there a Jane here? <laughs> Jane. Uh, I see a dirty glass of water being purified, ultra pure. Your vision for the future has been murky and cloudy, but God is bringing a hyper clarity to your future. That's cool, isn't it? Uh, somebody else, I see a clear blue sky with a single bird flying high above. Awesome, powerful. Now, um, okay, here we go. All right. Wow. Three words from one person. To Alan. Is there an Alan here? Alan? Is Alan here? Oh, AJ. Sorry, never known you as Alan. (laughs) (laughs) To Alan, AJ. God hasn't finished with you yet. There is still new things and stretching to come. Awesome. Uh, To the guy sitting between Stan and Percy. Where's Stan? Perry. Stan and Perry. Is that? Percy, Stan, Perry. Over here, somewhere. Okay. Uh, Whoever's sitting between them, uh, God sees you. Sometimes you feel like people don't see or acknowledge you, but God sees you, knows you and loves you more than you can ever imagine. And He has good things in store for you. So isn't that cool? Um, Nathan, NJ, not AJ, but NJ. No, it's not really. Oh, yeah, it is. NJ, Nathan Jeffries. Yeah, of course. Um, (laughs) Nathan, it's time to stand up. Oh, when you speak, people listen. Oh, you have more influence than you know. So speak Jesus. Isaac Stewart, are you around, Isaac? Isaac, a harvest is coming. There's a harvest coming. You're faithfully sown and given of your time and talents all your young life and it's going to be returned to you a hundred times what has been sown. How cool is that? Okay, uh, Stella and Joe. Joe's not here. He's, he's, he's uh, looking after the kids in Kids Church, which is a phenomenal ministry that uh, Joe's involved in. You should see him on a Wednesday night with the youth. He just cranks the worship. Of course, uh, Stella, you're here. So um, I, I got copies of this anyway, so you can ask me for them afterwards and send them through. Uh, Stella and Joe, I felt a word for you when Stella was leading two powerful voices coming together to be a powerful voice to and for a generation. As two become one, your gifts and talents will become greater than the individual parts. See, I'm doing new things, says the Lord, creating a way in the wilderness and fresh water streams in the wasteland. I have called you by name and you are mine. How cool is that? Uh, Paris, are you here? Paris, down here. Paris, uh, Jesus says, go the bold, be courageous. Go the bold, be courageous. You have the gift of evangelism on your life. You will reap where you haven't sown. People will begin to randomly ask you why it is that you have such a great expectation about the future. And you will say, Jesus is the reason for my hope. People will ask you, how do I know Jesus? Paris, please help me to know Him. Will be their plea. How cool is that? Um, Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. 
someone's just texted me saying, I've struggled with guilt and shame all my life. I just felt something came off me as you were praying. Thank God. Uh, hey Brent, I think this could be a word for Shelley. Shelley Williams. I feel like God is wanting to say He's bringing about a fresh season, a season of impacting lost people and showing them the joy of the Lord, being disciples and making disciples. How cool. Uh, there's people that need to stop wrestling with their situations and instead need to start resting in God, their Father. Wow, they're still coming in, guys. We're going to be here all day. Uh, Gray and Beck. Gray's in the city preaching today, so Beck. Um, feels as though God's saying your ministry is about to explode. What you've seen and done in the last 20 years is merely a seed in comparison to what God has in store for you both. You will be crucial to the coming generation's parenting. You're, anointing, uh, you're anointed to speak. You have, an, you have authority and you have the God-given right to speak on parenting. Wow, that's great. Awesome. Uh, she, oh, Tim and Shelley again. Here we go. Tim and Shelley are a couple. They're married. They have kids. Uh, the, uh, so it says here, you have a tree that is barren. You have planted and watered this tree, but haven't seen much fruit. God is saying the time is coming to see a great harvest. It isn't just some fruit, but so much fruit that you can't contain it. A harvest that generations and generations will be blessed by. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will make you ruler over much. Isabel, you here? John's. Hello? <laughs> Hello. Hello over there. Down the back. If you are, uh, uh, I hear God saying your faith is beautiful. I see all you are doing, my daughter, and in you I am well pleased. How cool is that? If you're thirsty, then drink from the well of living water. This is for the church. Drink from the well of living water, not the well that the world offers you. I think I shared that one before. Okay. You all right? Um, I keep getting this strongly for Margie. Margie? Gatwood Smith. Isaiah 43, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert. I see a path ahead of you full of light instead of darkness. God is taking you into the most fruitful time of your life and abundant joy will be your portion. We just declare that over your life, Margie and Gary. We pray right now that there would be a knowing of that light and of that life, that abundance and that joy that God wants to give you. Okay, so many, so many.
Okay, cool. Let's, let's go down this track. That's, this is awesome. Luke chapter 8, verse 43 to 48. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from uh, hemorrhage for 12 years and though she had spent all she had on physicians or doctors, no one could cure her. She came up behind Jesus, touched the hem of His garment and immediately the hemorrhaging stopped. Those who are going through long-term illnesses seek the garment of Jesus and you will be healed in love and peace. So let's go there right now. Those of you who had sickness for a long time, those of you who've been experiencing constant uh, illness and sickness, we're gonna pray for you right now. Because often when a word comes like that, God wants to do something. Uh, so let's bring action and let's believe. And let's, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a rise up of faith in this place. And we wanna see miracles today. And so right now, for those of you who feel like you will need some prayer in regards to long-term sickness, then just raise your hand and let's pray. Just raise your hand high so I can see, first of all. Okay, up high so I can see. Okay, those of you who are around, those ones with their hands up, I just want, you don't need to know the issue. You don't, we don't need to go into a half hour counselling session with them. We can just pray. And let's just believe that this moment, this time, this, this day is a day of new beginnings and, and a day of healing from, those, uh, from that sickness in Jesus' Name. So why don't you just, get, just reach your arm out towards them and let's pray. You pray and I'll pray. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You for Your healing power that's in this place right now, Father. I just thank You, Father, that even as that person felt like that guilt and shame coming off their life, I pray sickness in Jesus' Name would come off people's lives in the Name of Jesus. We bind the work of the enemy that's held you back for years and years and years. And we pray right now in the Name of Jesus that there would be a freedom that comes, a healing that comes from the brokenness and from the pain that's in your body. In the Name of Jesus, we speak to that sickness and we say, sickness, we command you in the Name of Jesus to to go in Jesus' Name. We pray and believe the blood of Jesus over your life that brings freedom and hope and healing. In Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name. Thank You, Father. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. We gotta finish. There's a gazillion more words to uh, go through. So I uh, don't know what we'll do with those, but anyway. Um, no, don't chase me in the foyer. Please don't do that. That'd be, <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, but we would love to uh, finish now. And, and finishing ultimately really is... It's just knowing that God is at work and God is at work, not just here in this place, but God is at work every single day of our lives. And this is a moment to be equipped to work in the gifts of God that God has for your life. So I hope you're encouraged by it. I hope that there is something of a work of God that is being activated in your life uh, that actually is both about the giving and the receiving receiving a word from God. Because often, often some of us, we're just not in a place to receive. And sometimes we've just got to drop that drawbridge down. You know the drawbridge? We've got to drop that drawbridge down and actually let God come into that aspect of our lives. Say, okay, God, speak to me then. God, you want to speak to me? Speak to me. And uh, you don't have to wait for somebody to say something. It's God who wants to say it and He can drop a thought into your mind anytime. And then there are others of you who want, who need to actually rally now. And it's, it's part of your maturity is actually asking God, God, what is it that you have for this person or for that person? God, what is it that you want to say through me in regards to um, you know, the people around my life? Really, I want to encourage you to do that. So Father, I thank You for this morning. I thank You, Lord God, that You're doing great things in this place.
And I pray in the Name of Jesus that there would be miracles from even this morning. That God, that we would hear stories of miracles, God, of what You've done in this place. I thank You, Father, for, your, for, for what You are wanting to release among us. And I pray for the greatest, most powerful, manifest presence of God that any of us have ever sensed or felt or heard as revival comes to, uh, comes to this place, not just to Annersbrook, but to the city and to this nation. We're believing for it in Jesus' Name. God bless everybody. Thanks so much. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.